10. So zero 10. And what I can tell you about it is like now they are going to release a platform. If you, um, if any of you are familiar with social media and the way that you create um, body filters over there, they, they, they all have their own platform, their own creator platform. So zero 10, um, obviously they're going to come up with their own and it's coming uh, sooner than you think. I believe um, it, it should be ready by the end of the year, probably earlier than that. So you should you should expect that. And it's basically uh, going to allow us and facilitate you as, as as a fashion digital fashion designer, creator, brand company um, to create your designs and just use the best tech in the app because that is what we what we have right now. That that is the best. Like we we all have experience with um, Snapchat. We all have experience with. Um, Instagram, I mean, Instagram doesn't even have uh, 3D body tracking, so we can get into the tech uh, details later. But uh, as of now, uh, that's the news about Serial 10. They're going to come up with their platform, um, and it's just going to make it a lot easier for all of us looking to get our digital coding to wear it, to, to, to show it off to our friends. Um, and similar to Filter, which I'm going to talk about um, in, in a couple seconds, these are going to uh, probably be working with the with the AR glasses. The I mean, first of all, Apple is going to bring them. That's why these are, apps are made for um, Apple um, Apple devices. But eventually, like you, just imagine yourself wearing these AR glasses, um, obviously at home, but like out in the street. Like that's the thing about augmented reality. Like we don't want to be um, have like a closed environment. Like we want to be outside. We want to see things in the real world. And sure, we want to augment it with digital stuff. Digital fashion is going to be one of them. So just imagine walking on the street, going to a party, having your glasses on and seeing your friend in your digital fashion. Like that's what I'm most excited about. That's what I'm waiting for. I think it's coming sooner than we expected. Um, but yeah, that's that's the news about um, Zero Ten. Um, as I as we, we go deep in, in, the, in the chat and you have more questions, you can let me know and I'll let you know if I can answer them. And, and then Filta. So Filta is, right now, they have the best face tracking technology. So Zero 10, I believe, is the best uh, to create body filters. And Filta, F-I-L-T-A, you can find it also only on the App Store right now, is the best for face tracking. So if, if you know um, Apple devices and you know like the whole emojis, uh, they have, they just have a, a good technology uh, hardware, so they track your your, your face the best. Um, they use like depth sensors and all this cool technology. So, Filter is is utilizing that technology to to bring creators of face filters. Um, they're gonna do body filters later too, but right now they're focusing on face filters um, and and for avatars. So that's another thing that we can that we can touch up later: digital fashion, digital identity, avatars. Uh, but Filter is, is is a great tool. Uh, and actually, uh, all of the other social media platforms—they're based on what Filter is using, which is called, which is a—it's a software called Unity. It's a game engine. Also, interesting topic because uh, this metaverse, this digital thing, games are really important. Uh, creating uh, digital assets that are game-ready assets is really—is really important to just have this um, really immersive experience, really optimized experience for all of our devices. Uh, but that's what Filter is using. Um, right now, we are uh, we are creators, both me and Yana. Um, I, I do some tutorials for them, so we are we are getting started in in, in some pretty cool tech that we just want to share with you guys. So once again, um, I think that Zero Ten is the best for body, and Filter is the best for face. And yeah, we can answer more questions later. 
thank you so much. That's been really, really clear and explanatory. Um, one thing, um, Hafid, people say that you sound a little bit of a little hard. So did you apply some sound effect to your voice or are you just too close to your phone? This is the only thing which I've um, wanted to tell oh, you. Oh, probably the sound effect. How does that sound? It's it's good. It's perfect. Good oh, fix. <laughs> Thank you so much. No, that was that was good. Don't worry, we fixed that. Well, I wanted to ask you and maybe people from the um, listening poll. So, guys. Um, so, first of all, Hafid, what do you say? What are the benefits of designers joining Zero Ten app or Filter app? Those you know uh, platforms which are in Web three and not in Web two, as let's say. Um, Instagram filter, like, you know, um, Spark AR and Lens Studio and House Effect for TikTok. What are the benefits literally for us, the digital designers, to create for these two platforms, for Zero Ten and for um, Filter? Yes, uh, so I can start with Filter since that is the one that I have most experience dealing with NFTs. So it's, it's basically Filter going to allow you to create all of the filters that you already make in your social media platforms. You can make them in the game engine, which is Unity. But every filter that you create is an NFT. Um, I don't know if we have to explain NFTs to this audience and the benefits of it, so so let me know. But basically, you, you're oh, going to be able fine. to... Yeah, we, we should be fine, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we can... Um, yeah, everything that you create is an NFT, so you can sell it, right? And yes, it is going to be um, a learning experience like as a customer and as a user of like okay now you can sell your filters like that like back in the day snapchat like the 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 famous dot filter like imagine you 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 had to buy that to wear it um also i mean filter just released an option that you can put your filters as a free right uh but now you have the power to sell that work because it's work right like we have to do the work as creators as designers and sure you can get um you can get money from 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 contests. You can get money from clients, which I have, you know, um, done done to myself. But now, uh, your work is, is is valuable in that way. So NFTs is just coming into the face filter um, industry and so the whole um, AR industry. So that's that's the greatest benefit of, of, of filter, um, the NFTs, but also the tools. Uh, I would say, and I told this to Diana whenever I. I brought her into Filter. I convinced her to, to come into, into Unity. Unity, you can think of Unity as the mother uh, software. Like it's it has so much power um, that the social media can obviously cannot compare because uh, Filter is a dedicated application for filters. And social media is like they put the filters on top. It's not the priority. Uh, we can talk about like uh, spec uh, limitations, like face filters and, and filters in social media have like a limit, right, of a project. Um, 8 megabytes, 10 megabytes, 5 megabytes. Uh, Filter and Unity have like 100 megabytes. So it just makes you think of like how much power uh, we're going to be given uh, with the models, with the textures. Uh, of course, you, 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 it's best for you to learn some optimizations and like low poly. Again, going back to the game ready assets, like all of this is for <laughs> the metaverse. So we have to um, be familiar with this with this pipeline, which again, we can, we can touch upon um, Zero Ten is also going to help us with that. I'm going to be teaching you guys uh, stuff about that as well. Uh, and for Zero Ten, it's just uh, I will say the the greatest benefit is is the best tech for body tracking right now. Um, it's it's a lot of us are struggling. A lot of friends and colleagues are struggling with getting the body uh, filters right, especially if you come from traditional fashion and you have this 
super detailed plan and like your textures are in substance with higher quality but then you bring it into all of these platforms and it's like oh you have you have to make a super low poly you have to optim optimize it a lot the textures are not what you look like uh, i mean you still have to do that in serial 10 because again they're, they're game ready assets you still you still have to do some optimization but i just like i personally haven't done much uh, body filters in all of the other apps because it just doesn't look the same. Like you have to sort of degrade your your design, uh, which I mean you have to adapt it, and it's okay. But um, I I just don't want to rush it, and some people just want you know the best for their designs because they took so long. And now with NFTs, you can get paid for the work as well. Um, so th those are the benefits that I would say. Thank you, thank you very much. Yeah, I think that you really have outlined the main um, importances of generally what a digital fa creator would need in a platform. Let's say we are not all digital fashion creators here. Uh, some um, of us actually work more with 3D models, but generally in Web3, we really want to impress our visit, um, like, you know, people who buy our art. We want to give them the best textures. We want to give them the best shaders, the, ba the best representation of the product. And unfortunately, I, I would say my personal opinion, um, none of the Instagram or Snapchat technologies could really transmit what I was intending to show with my art, with my fashion pieces. So let's say in, I would say that it's very cool that Zero Ten and such platforms like Filter, they really increase the limits. Um, let's repeat again, 100 megabytes for Filter, right? So uh, a filter and Filter can weigh 100 megabytes which means fantastic textures high definition uh a lot of polys right so no limitation whatsoever i'm not sure about zero 10 but we're gonna all see that but let's say this is something really really important that finally designers are not limited and also what do you say about uh phone limitations like i mm, what is your opinion about the fact that um, Zero Ten and Filter app work only on iPhone, on iOS uh, system. Would you say that it actually restricts a lot of uh, users from uh, getting the best digital fashion items or filter items? Oh, for sure. I, I mean, I am myself, uh, I come from Android. I love Android. I had a grudge <laughs> against Apple because I couldn't afford Apple products back then. And actually, I had to buy an iPhone just to create for filter. But for me, as a creator, it was worth it because, again, going back to how you want to represent your work, like that was the that's the best way for me to represent my work. And I, this is just a tool, right? It's also like a business expense if you want to see it that way. Um, but yeah, that's I, I would say that there is limitations, right? But it's just like like any other tech. Like if you are working um, on a software and you want to do three D creation. Uh, you're gonna need, uh, and it's best for you to have like a like a gaming laptop, right? So it, it's definitely like a tech. Uh, there there is a tech barrier in there. I know for sure. Like um, so the reason that that these filters and social media are so used and compatible is because uh, some of the tech they use is based on the image, right? So like just quickly uh, talking about the tech, like they detect the image of you of your face, and then they recognize it as a face. In contrast to filter. It's more like a. They have sensors. They use the hardware itself, and and and, and that's why it's more accurate. So um, they can obviously build the tech so it recognizes only the image, but with the extra information of the of the iOS devices, they can do a lot more. It's like if you if you have heard of lighter, the lighter technology, 
um, on iOS devices for 3D scanning and just 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 it, this is just for phones and machines to understand our world, right? So yeah, the tech is gonna give you a lot of power as well. I see I see the rollout has a question. Yes, please. Yeah, Rodell. Yes, good morning. What's up, guys? It's Mo back here behind the Rodell page. Um, you guys have been dropping major gems. Hafid, I'm so excited that that was you behind this uh, account here. Because when I seen we were talking about Get Filter, I'm like, OMG. I've only been watching that project because I've been watching you create with it and then, you know, introduce it to amazing artists like Iana and um, just, again, seeing how... You can transition, you know, we, we've seen different people try different marketplaces like Jevils or Just X or, you know, a lot of different designers try Snapchat. So being able to like all of us try these tools and then be able to have these kind of conversations and share what we've learned from them to inspire other people and, and you know, share our, our, you know, history is, is what I love to do. So I just had a quick question about what you were mentioning there about it only being on Apple, because I thought that was really interesting. A lot of what I've seen here, like say for example, a few metaverses that you know I build in, because that's kind of my area of focus, they are the opposite, where you can't do it on a MacBook. And so for you know this technology to be kind of on the contrary, what I also learned when I first got into digital fashion, like maybe a year ago, I think it was at this point, you know, at first I had my old laptop and I had a laptop just from like working from home. And I don't know if you guys know about Renaissance, but you know, <laughs> when I first, first got a laptop, it wasn't, you know, the best laptop. And when I got into digital fashion, that's when I realized it because I couldn't do much with it. You know, the more software I was downloading, the more I couldn't even end up using that laptop basically. So I mean, the technology barrier is one that everyone has to, you know, kind of hurdle over once you get into this space anyhow. And so, you know, for me, it was like, oh, well, I know I can't get a MacBook because most things aren't compatible with this MacBook. So when you're doing this Git filter and everything, you have to get a new phone. But did you also have to get a new MacBook to even create that? And then, um, yeah, that was just also my feedback, too, on, on seeing that barrier. And, you know, people having to educate and make that decision. Like you said, what are you going to be using so that you can buy the tools that will actually help? And then, yeah, it is a tax write-off for all those selling NFTs. <laughs> Not a tax accountant, no. Exactly, Mo. Like, literally everything what you said is such a important dilemma right now with us as creators. It's like, this is literally the dilemma between users and creators. Users want to be impressed. Users want to actually have an incentive, a reason uh, to enter Web3, right? To say that, okay, digital fashion or whatever uh, digital asset can actually be beautiful, be worth the money, be worth the effort. It can actually, you know, bring us to the most more sustainable consumption models. And designers want to tell them, of course, we're so talented. We want to give you the best products. But then in the end, there is technology and a device which literally transmits our art. And for example, I'm all for like, you know, for sustainable consumption. And I remember how five years ago I bought my Huawei, I don't know how to pronounce it, like a Huawei phone. And that cost me like 300 euros. It was my first salary. I was like 17. I, I've been cherishing that phone until I was 25. I tell you, I was re like um, changing the battery to this phone. 
And then suddenly I've realized that I can't go on anymore like this with the, my Huawei phone. I really need to invest in iPhone because I'm a digital creator. So that was also, as Michikana said, it was an investment, right? But how many people like uh, want to make this investment if it's not their job? So let's say, um, yeah, of course, uh, technology, this phone, which shows us uh, the world of Web3, the world of digital fashion design, should actually be capable of, um, you know, literally playing 100 megabyte filter. And this is a very big dilemma nowadays. I really hope that we will find this balance, literally, that companies and the technology being produced uh, will help us to be less wasteful and to actually know um, technology will get to the point when it's going to be good enough that we will not need to change our phones every two or three years uh, just to catch up with the Web3, um, let's say, trends and digital fashion trends. I really, really hope that it will be one day. <laughs> will be the case. What What do other people think? Tell me, please, uh, people who are listening to us now, what is your experience? What, um, like, generally, are you Android users, iPhone users? How easy was it to ever try anything on Zero Ten app? Tell me, please, guys, do you have any, any ideas on this point? That's fine, guys. Uh, just tell me if you'd love to, uh, you know, to pop up, please. If you want to speak up, just show me. Um, guys, I have a question for you. So we've been discussing uh, the incentives for fashion designers to actually, you know, enter the NFT spaces. What do you think are the main um, revenue sources for designers in AR industry? What do you say? Um, does anyone have any kind of experience of work already earning with fashion filters or uh, working with clients or selling your filters or, um, yeah, literally minting your filters as NFT? Hafid, I think that you have great experience to share. Yeah, for sure. And I was thinking now that we're asking the audience, like, okay, now we have sounds, soundboard and everything. It would be nice. There is a chat actually here in the Twitter spaces. Uh, you see like a purple chat button you can you guys can reply in there um so we can have that conversation with you if you don't want to come up it might be easier for you my experience as a creator when i started stilta um i mean it went really well so i i started selling my i mean it was the first time of me hearing of people buying my filter right so it was it was uh mainly the main revenue it was uh mainly like people like enthusiasts of web3 so it's 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 not only buying an, a, a face filter, but you also have to know about Web3 and what a, what a, um, what crypto means, right? So it's not like you can buy it with a credit card. So it's like two two huge barriers uh, that, that I had to tackle at the beginning, uh, but it was fine. The community was there. Um, it's still there. It's still growing. Um, yeah, but I mean, it was, it, was, it was honestly not as bad as I expected. It went really well. We sold out a couple of items. Uh, we're still selling. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's only going to grow up from here. But again, it's those two barriers of like people getting used to buying digital items, finding that community, but also finding that community that knows about crypto, because these are NFTs at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, this is also one of the barriers. Um, first of all, apart from the entire idea of Web3 and then the sub group of this, like, you know, Web3 world, which is um, digital 
art and we also have a little subgroup of digital art which is digital fashion uh it's very difficult to actually onboard people on that and uh, make them pay for any of our art because uh there is not that much education going on so in my case uh what i struggled most with is actually to explain people not how to open the wallet but how to exchange crypto so uh, you know you ha we have binance we have what else do we have like something binance doesn't work in new york and there is like another crypto platform so people are very like it's very difficult for people to actually uh start trading crypto and start buying art but let's say what do you guys think is the most important in um generally collecting this uh nft filters uh would you love that people maybe use them more would you love uh, that it's more accessible or would you love that um you know people create more displays because i know that we have weirdrob um guys uh, right now listening to us who's created for example a community curated gallery and uh, i for example already have my filter there and this is very very sweet that such initiatives exist because in my opinion it's very important to understand why we even need to collect any digital items and such galleries or let's say digital wardrobes uh presentation methods really really matter in this at this point maybe actually wardrobe you even would love to share your opinion no pushing but just saying right <laughs> okay um guys my next question to you is um what do you say we have digital fashion and we all know that utility is very important uh first of all guys i want to ask you how do you even understand utility what is utility for you personally because i might be talking about my perspective as digital fashion designer but what do you say about utility of an nft Actually, we brought in uh, Temo's brand. So if, if you want to answer this question as well as the other one, uh, go ahead. Hi, guys. Um, I'm Estefania. I'm from Colombia. Happy to see another Latino here. Um, I'm the designer of Temo's brand. And it was initially a Web2 brand, um, creating custom-made garments mostly. Um, but like, since I'm on the page of like creating uh, sustainable pieces, things that are uh, slow fashion. And uh, when I started like hearing about Web3 and digital fashion, um, I wasn't really like, like learning and creating some digital stuff. And I incorporate also like, like custom made prints and some garments. Um, so I, I just like dive deep, deep, deep into it i actually like partnered with um some ar creators and we made a physical piece with um ar and um it's been it's been great like when you asked diana about um like if, if we were making profit of it like we actually like sold uh two pieces and it's also like bringing a lot of attention, I guess, like from the fact that it's something in new, different, um, and allows people to see like fashion from different perspectives. Um, so like, yeah, I just wanted to share that with you. We're, we're, 
we're still like exploring, doing doing a lot of uh, research and collaboration um, with other with other talented creators. Um, Tell me yeah. more about those pieces which you've sold. What what were they? What kind of did like items were they? So like we made, like we created the the a physical garment, right? It was like we we made two suits, one for men, one for women, and we made the digital twins. Uh, we made um, we incorporated some augmented reality into it, and we also like I created the sketch, so we minted the sketch as an NFT, um, and and someone bought it, um, the the one for men and one for women. And like I'm actually right now like trying to create a kind of like a roadmap. It's pretty it's pretty new. So like people have been asking like and mostly like people here like in, in on Twitter, like they wanna know more, like what if I want my digital twin? And I also like now that you mentioned utility, so like like for me, like utilities is it's very important and I guess like for people that are new to the space, like uh, they probably don't value digital as much as like we do, um, but utility is a good way to um, like bridge that gap, I guess. Oh, awesome, thank you. Thank you. I think that it's always very important, uh, you know, to listen to everyone's understanding of utilities so uh for you as i understood the uh utility is the bridge between the customer and the digital twin of your product which is really really important when i think a brand wants to go to into web3 um yeah yeah like mm -hmm. like for me like most of my clients like they're they're not even on twitter they're not on instagram they're like uh people like on their 50s um so it's like it's gonna require a lot for me to explain these things but like for instance we had an event in june and that was the first like i was already like very involved in nfts and the digital spaces so like for the event for the fashion show it was like very immersive and we incorporated like augmented reality so like many of those cost like clients that i had like they were asking and like this is new we also like had the option like for people to get like meet the the, the entrance instead of just buying the ticket um so i guess like just like giving people the option like not like force it necessarily but just like being more open and like also like educate right like that's something like we've been doing too like uh for a lot of people like they don't really know where to find the resources so like we are like hosting some onboarding sessions too, like for, for, for clients and just like in general for people who are interested in getting to know more about the space. That's really fantastic. Really, really great that you also brought up the educative part of uh, the, let's say, of your brand, of digital twin of your brand, because it's also part of utility. This is really great. Another additional definition of utility. Everyone, please go and really follow some themosbrand.xyz. This is what I want from this <laughs> Twitter space that everyone connects. Uh, my boho life, please, you wanted to speak up. It's your floor, yeah. 
Thank you so much, Anna. And uh, uh, I just feel really uh, thankful to be over here. Uh, we've also just launched. Um, so, uh, and this is a topic, uh, right? It's a hot topic uh, across the digital fashion space. So, uh, a little bit about us. Uh, so, we have been in the Web2 space. Uh, so, previously, we were working as our own fashion line. And we have been mostly distributing, uh, you know, uh, handmade and sustainable clothes uh, in uh, many parts of Asia. And now we have, uh, you know, uh, simply started with our model in uh, Web3. And uh, I just have some comments, you know, basis, uh, the kind of response that we got when we started out with making the digital twin. So it's not out yet on our Twitter page, but we have experimented with it just to see, you know, uh, what kind of response is there from our initial customers. So uh, one thing is what I, I've understood is that for a lot of non-native people who are not aware of Web3 till now, they think that utility is something which has to be tangible, right? So if they are not able to, you know, really get some kind of tangible value, and, and for a lot of them, it could be really, you know, to touch, feel, or see the product, actual product, right? So that is something which they, it's kind of like a blocker, I would say, uh, that that is the real meaning of utility for them. But now, since you were talking about filters, what I have personally seen and observed in this space is that once we gradually start moving to, towards you know adoption of digital and once we start having you know more options and it becomes more accessible for us this is something which is gradually going to become mainstream and how i know that is you know we can take example of say instagram right now and the reason why filters are so popular are because it, they are so accessible and because uh, you know uh, fashion is such a space that it really all depends on appeal and attraction uh, you know that's at least the first point uh, you know why why someone actually gets into the space or uh, wants to become a prospective buyer I think the more accessible these filters become the more uh, adoption we will see from the uh, you know from uh, web3 natives who are you know uh, who've adopted to web3 initially and once that starts happening and once that adoption takes place we will get to know of a lot of web2 people who actually start learning so I uh, you know learning more about it and try uh, you know try and adopt to more filters as they become more accessible so i really think we need to you know collectively figure out ways to make sure that what we're making at least some part of it is you know uh, gradually more accessible to people around the world and once they start you know looking and feeling the way they want to in it they will definitely want to know more about it so it all it's a very gradual process but i'm just talking basis on what i've heard from uh, you know our existing customers who've got a taste of uh, what a prospective digital twin could look like. Thank you. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much. This is also something which I've been always saying that technically filters, um, it's generally, you know, the great product uh, per se, but also it's the entrance key for those people who are still uh, very much non-native, who maybe never heard even about anything what's going on in Web3. This is that in entrance key, which allows people to maybe start even looking towards the digital side. And guys, um, what is the feedback, what, what you've been getting from, let's say, onboarding people, maybe showing them how AR works, how filters work, how 
um, let's say digital garments, the uh, AR filters with garments like in Zero Ten work. So we have a lot of people who've been, um, you know, maybe created some filters for Zero Ten or for Snapchat or for Instagram. We have <laughs> Nechikanu and myself uh, creating for filter. And please, um, you know, join our team to create more filters. So guys, what is the feedback? Do you see people using your filters? Do you see people actually understanding and getting the feeling like, oh yeah, now I get it. I feel like I'm beautiful. I'm streaming my video with a filter. I'm recording stories in filter. And people say, oh, you are so pretty. Do you have this feedback generally? I want to start with that one. Oh, you can, you can go, Mo. Sorry. I mean... No, I was cool. I was just going to say, you know, one experience that I've definitely noticed is once, like, because I've had a lot of meetings in Web2 recently, uh, just trying to, on, like, because like you said, onboarding people, you know, I try to do like a physical to digital made simple kind of concept. And I always try to wear filters to those kind of meetings when we're in like, you know, any kind of one of those apps, because, you know, Snapchat has that technology where you can be on your laptop with it and then you know it can translate into any camera that you have which again when we talk about onboarding that makes it a little easier and so what i've noticed is when i wear it to that first meeting the second meeting they're excited like oh i can't wait to see which filter you are going to wear today um or you know at that first meeting we've gone through and i've explained oh download snapchat lens or you know or snapchat um yeah snapchat lens you can, you know, sign in, use whatever filters you want and kind of go through that whole spill. So I've definitely noticed an excitement once people have seen it or got to try it. It's just always that moment, like getting to that moment, right? Getting them to try. Like one thing that got me excited is I live here in Vegas. And when I visited before I moved here, which made me move here is, you know, I was on the strip and I went into a... um. VR, you know, a lot of these stores use VR now. So you actually put on the goggles and you go into it and you're like, wow, I was just on a roller coaster, but I definitely see how this can change the world. So again, I think once people actually see that and they see the fashion and they see the filters are like all comes together and makes sense. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing the experience about, um, you know, using the lens camera. Uh, for those who don't know uh, what it is, you have um, if a filter is created via Snapchat, via Lens Studio, you can always download an app to your laptop, which is called Lens Camera, and to attend any Google, Zoom, any meeting which uses your laptop camera with a filter. And I've also had this experience wearing um, jewelry and people are excited. Yeah, it's all very new to people. And like, you know, there is this barrier when everyone looks at you like, aren't you silly? <laughs> you <know? laughs> but at this, uh, the same time, you feel like an innovator. And um, yeah, I think that it's also very important to, you know, just to start. Uh, Michikana, you wanted to add something. Oh, yes. But adding, adding up to what we were talking about, um, remember how I mentioned how like these social media filters work on image? This is one of the greatest benefits that you can use your webcam or I mean, you can attach any other camera and you can put a filter on. So it's super accessible. So like, that's one of the greatest benefits. Um, I was gonna say, uh, going back to your question, Yana, of the experience, I was gonna ask you, since you came to 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 Filta and Unity, like how has it been for you? Because I, I, I um, 
like I told you all, like I started with filter, and I was like, this is the place to make filters. It runs super smooth. The the quality is amazing, and but you actually have to wear it. Like it, you have to wear it, and then it's so like to me, it's it's such a it's such an upgrade. Like whenever we upgraded from TVs going from like twenty four frames per second, thirty to like sixty frames, like you can tell the difference. I hope you could tell. Um, but how was your experience? Like, do you become can you can you actually uh become the avatar like since it's so so realistic I guess? This is actually also insane, yeah, about the avatars. So let me break down everything for those who have no idea generally about like how filters are made. So um, I would say that I started my experience with creating filters in Instagram. And first filters which I've added there uh, were, let's say, not really good quality because you can't really upload more than eight megabytes and you need to squeeze beautiful 3D models there, your textures and generally everything. So, of course, um, I created something even beautiful in my opinion, but it wasn't really, you know, used that much because I saw the disadvantages. Then I started creating for uh, Snapchat and I also, of course, faced the limitations, eight megabytes, but that was uh, a bit better because like I could use cloth simulation and, um, you know, there is this body tracking. So you could already see more and more um, opportunities here. And I was very excited. I started um, talking to my clients like, hello, you can do your T-shirts, your coats and stuff. But just, you know, imagine as a filter and I make it for them. And they're like, Mm, it's not really you know it's just not perfect so this not perfect really kind of you know left me a bit um sad yeah just upset like how are we moving on and when i met when i when you brought me to filter first of all you know i really decided i'm going to invest in iphone so it was the first step uh because yeah you said 60 frames per second and um 100 megabytes limit of course it requires better technology so again like yeah coming back to the obstacles right now onboarding people but what i've really literally experienced is that um with this uh zero li like almost zero limitations for me and with perfect tracking i've got the actual utility you know like i've been asking people what utility is for you guys for me, utility is something which really persuades me that it looks good and I'm not sacrificing anything. So I'm not here, you know, to wearing, like, I'm not wearing this, um, let's say, earrings because I feel like, well, but it's digital fashion, you know, like, it's sustainable. And yeah, I know that it looks like a bit of a, you know, a drone picture on my face, but like with filter, it's literally there. It's very, very easy to actually even mistake it for something real. And of course, digital fashion designers need to have cloth simulation, which is there because Filter is run on game engine called Unity and uh, cloth simulation is flawless. This is something which um, it's, it's really insane. And I wish that one day we merge two worlds of great body tracking and cloth simulation quality as in Unity. It's like as of 010, and filter married each other and gave a great baby you know that would be that would be literally my dream so when i've created a bunch of great quality filters with great rigging like you know i created those eyelashes made of um ostrich feathers and they are tracked by ex like in literally every single millimeter of my eyelids something exceptional i also realized well this technology this quality gave me gave this 
um, object, this NFT, a lot of value. And I literally started seeing the value because also the business model of filter is built on the premises that they are not giving um, even the free try. So you, you have two tries, 10 seconds each with um, watermark. It's a lot of debate about this as well, but they're trying to actually protect the value of the filter and of the uh, artist creation by these limitations. Yeah, so this is also you know one thing to debate about because well we have tons of good stuff on Instagram and Snapchat, but they're you know they're not protected. They're just you know well spread and artists get nothing. And we have filter which gives your um, creation great value. It gives your creation, um, you know, that um, little bit of rareness, if I may, right? So that was something which I really noticed. And for example, this is what made me buy one of your filters, yeah, Hafid. Like I saw that and um, the entire platform is built this way that the collection of your filters is actually displayed beautifully. So this is, again, about um, the importance of platforms displaying your NFTs in a proper way because... I want to show off with such beautiful creations, which people make using such great technology, um, you know, unprecedented quality. So, um, yeah, in a nutshell, I've been just talking for seven minutes. Sorry, guys. <laughs> in a nutshell, that's literally what caught me. And um, I see that probably um, AR fash, AR filters are going to be those entrance tickets, entrance keys for people to onboard in Web3 and to really start seeing the value of digital beauty assets, of digital models, of digital filters, and uh, yeah, to tell themselves, like, look, um, I love this metaphor. You all probably are never going to see me in real life. Probably we will meet each other one day, but mostly what you will remember about Yana is her profile picture or her videos or her Instagram account. And I want this Instagram account be pretty. <laughs> I want this interaction be um, beautiful. And this is how I apply digital fashion, AR filters. And this is my ultimate utility, guys. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> oh, man, that was a lot. And I mean, you touch on, on digital identity, basically, right? Like you said, you, you, people are yeah. not going to meet you on, on real life. And this is what we started as soon as remote work started, right? Like to digital identity and, and set up how you want to be represented online. And no, there's no limitations. Like we all have, we, we all have the, the chance to be a different identity every day, every second on every platform. That's what I love about this online world the most. AR, AR fashion, gaming. Again, we can touch on gaming maybe on a different, on a different podcast, but thank you. Thank you for sharing, Yana. I think you can also tell your experience how you've been uh, changing your per like your let's say online identities. For example, you've changed your name, and it also like you know uh, people were like confused. Oh, who is that guy now? And you also like changing your profile pictures. And I also realized that um, it's it's important for us nowadays to make our Instagram accounts look good. Yeah, this is like the description in uh, in the Instagram page actually matters. So what do you say about your experience like with changing and playing with your online personalities thanks to AR as well? Mm, I will say that this might become 
the norm when we are going to have more access to all of these tools, all of these features. I personally uh, love it. Um, I am a gamer. Uh, at, at my core, I am a gamer. So I'm used to going to different games and having a different skin, having a different character. It's an opportunity for you to have a different story. Right. And this is the online world. There's no physical limitation. So I, I think that everybody should at least try it um, because you have the opportunity to literally be whatever you want. And right now, yeah, it's 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 limited to maybe a profile picture, but then you can go into AR filters. And then once you can see those AR filters through like your um, um, AR glasses, then it, it's just going to keep going up. Like I am just like a tech enthusiast. I am a, a avatar, a storytelling enthusiast. I, I just love um, expressing myself and having no limits online. So I, I, I think that that's going to be, um, yeah, sure. You, you can have like, like the main username, but then you can change, uh, your profile, uh, picture, your avatar, whatever. Uh, but that's just my experience. Like I personally love it. Like, um, also like privacy. Um, if you, <laughs> I think it's going to be really important for privacy that you can keep your real life persona safe, especially I think that we're going to advance to uh, like a social media or like an online world, especially with Web3 and decentralization, where everything is transparent, where everybody's going to know everything about you. Um, and they can know everything about you on your on your open profile. Right. So I think it's also going to be a matter of safety of, of like having different, I guess, like avatars and personas in your real life persona. Maybe you can share it with, you know, really, really close family. I mean, that's that's just how I see it. It's actually so crazy that you mentioned this because I really I've never thought about um, protection aside of AR and also you know AR gets to that um, great quality that it like for example you have the model three D model on your face and it tracks your lips it tracks your eyes so it's literally the um, like just um, let's say updated avatar just like you know like you, you you speak and your avatar repeats after you it's literally great um online rendering let's say with nowadays technology and uh, what you've said uh i've realized that i think that i've never seen your face <laughs> because every time then you've been teaching us or like calling us i've always seen um filter face filters and this is actually really really mysterious i would say even yeah, am I even real? I mean, with AI nowadays, this can be yeah. an automated message. <laughs> All right, uh, guys, I think that we have five minutes. And what I would love to do is to give a bit of, um, let's say, wrap up and to give a bit of a follow up action, right? Like, let's kind of generate call to action. So my first call to action is uh, right now I'm going to drop a link to our AR Fashion Discord. Uh, it's in the comments to this uh, AR Fashion Tag uh, Twitter space. I think that you will see it now. Um, this is the Discord which we started as a study group. So we are not talking only about, let's say, like Snapchat, Instagram or Filter. We are generally moving, you know, pushing, pushing, pushing AR creation uh, into the masses. So there are like... 12 people now that was literally our little small initiative but anyway we are keeping this updated um Hafid what would you say do as a teacher for unity or for filter and as a future teacher of zero to ten what would you say to everyone who would love to uh join the AR world of 3d modeling and digital fashion uh I would say uh be patient be open uh tools are getting better uh, you're going to be able to create 
um, faster and just just better quality. Obviously, join the Discord, like Yana said. Like we, even though we are creators from Filta and and we're working with Zero Ten, like we talk about everything, right? Like this is about bringing creators probably the best tools that we could get. Um, so we talk about all of the platforms, uh, and yeah, just be just be open minded. Always say learning. I mean, we yeah, you might have to learn new softwares, but that's just how it is. You might have you just have to update your tools. So I think it's really important for you to update your tools and just be open minded. Join communities like this where we're just gonna be honest and transparent about you know everything that we learn. I personally learned a lot of the stuff that I know online, so it it just makes sense for me to give back to let's say the collective consciousness, right? So it, it, I think it's just important for you to 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 stay active, which you're already doing by being in this podcast. So just keep it up. Thanks so much. Yeah, um, you know, it might sound, might, uh, sound very, you know, kind of just basic, like follow and join, but this is how it gets, you know, everyone going. And um, in my experience, it's never been easy. It's never been easier as it's now because everyone wants to support each other and uh, information is available. We're always happy to help everyone. Like Hafid has taught me how to use Unity and how to create filter for filter. And I'm myself right now very excited actually, you know, to just to push the knowledge further. Okay, guys, uh, tell me please if anyone has any questions, if you would like to add anything, anyone from the listeners, uh, we have two more minutes to listen to any questions, to answer any questions. Tell me please if you have some. Nope. Fantastic, guys. Then I think that we are wrapping this up. Thank you very much. I'm really excited and I'm very happy that second time in a row it's been about ar in fashion and this is that was our fashion friday okay guys i really really wish you a great weekend and thank you for being here for being such fantastic active listeners and good luck good luck with your ar creations with your digital creations and see you see you anytime soon bye bye